Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is uh, season number five, episode number 33. Uh, we're up to about 17,000 uh, listeners an episode. Uh, I'm going to kind of jump around. I'm going to do two, uh, two podcasts today. Um, one is going to have to deal with business. Um, this is, that's going to be the second one. That'll probably be 34. Uh, today is a, uh, we're going to talk about a new book that uh, I'm writing that uh, has seemed to, over the last couple of years, uh, has gone, got a lot of attention from a lot of people. Um, this week I was able to talk with uh, a few people, Micah Hanks, uh, we were talking about the Dennis Lloyd Martin case. Uh, I spoke with uh, Nick Kyle yesterday. Um, and it seems that we all agreed that, you know, when Dennis went missing uh, on June 14th, uh, 1969, from the Great Smoky Mountain Park in Tennessee, uh, it was, by any definition, a tragic, uh, a tragic event. Uh, Dennis Martin's remains were never found. Um, there were conspiracy theories about abductions. Uh, there were conspiracy theories about um, uh, just a lot of different things, serial killers, all that. And what <clears throat> we all seem to agree on is that over the last several decades, um, the popularity of this case has been based on all falsehoods. Uh, you know, uh, wild men in the woods, uh, abductions, abductions by Bigfoot, uh, all that type of... Uh, ignorant uh, forethought, uh, the case has little little or no evidence to support an abduction. Um, you did have one sighting of a middle-aged white male running through uh, an area uh, known, known as Rowan's Creek and getting into a car and take off with a high rate of speed. However, uh, the individual didn't have anybody with him, uh, so obviously it wasn't an abduction. Um, and again, uh, Rowan's Creek is seven miles, about seven miles away. Now, I'm a pretty fast walker, and if I anticipate uh, seven miles, uh, it's going to take me, give or take, about five and a half to six hours to get there. So, <clears throat> if Dennis Martin uh, disappeared at about 4.30, uh, PM from a distance seven miles away. If you add the and I like I said I'm a fast walker, pretty uh, steady walker. Uh, if you add the five to six hours, that's going to bring you into about the nine, uh, ten o'clock period, way past the time that this individual was seen down at Rowan's Creek. So I would kind of exclude that as being anything of evidentiary value. Um, but then again, uh, this is another one of these. Uh, sightings where the conspiracy theories have revolved around this. They haven't revolved around <clears throat> really any pertinent facts, just uh, it's gone wild. Um, and there are a lot of people that pontificate this type of uh, ignorance, and I will go, uh, you know, one, <clears throat> George Norrie, uh, Dave Pilatus, Art Bell, George Norrie, um, so on and so forth. These people attempt to make mysteries out of things that simply don't exist. Uh, a lot of their information they put out is fake, misleading. 
uh, and I did do some research over the last couple of days just li- listening to random um, podcasts and unfortunately a lot of these uh, things that have been made up by these people uh, seem to <clears throat> be what the case revolves around although there's no uh, no pertinent facts, no evidentiary value, no evidence, uh, no witnesses to claim anything of an abduction. So with that being in mind, a new book I'm coming out with is called um, it's called The Disappearance of Dennis Lloyd Martin, The Hidden Files. Uh, this is the second edition. The first one was uh, The Disappearance of Dennis Lloyd Martin. <clears throat> it had originally been entitled uh, Forever Searching. Uh, to this date, uh, no matter who you talk to, they said it's probably the most uh, significant book out there about the disappearance. Uh, it holds most facts. Uh, I did interviews with all of the people that were actually involved in the case, um, which the other books didn't. So, <clears throat> with that being said, you know, um, and then when I listen to a lot of these podcasts, um, the ones that are you know, halfway decent, even some that aren't, uh, all the info, some of the information, not all, some of it, uh, came directly from my book, which is fine, I mean, if you want to, my book was made as a, an educational resource material, um, I don't hold any rights or reservations, uh, for people to use it, uh, it, it is, uh, well referenced, um, I know the information is correct therefore if um, they want to use it I have no problem with that just please properly cite it uh, which book it came from and who wrote the book and I'm good with that Um, but this new book uh, The Hidden Files uh, for over 50 years the Federal Bureau of Investigation um, refused to hand over the National Martin file so after 19 Freedom of Information Act requests, uh, <clears throat> a big battle with the Department of uh, uh, Justice, a big fight over the exclusionary rule, what actually applies and what doesn't. Uh, I actually had the file uh, released to me uh, on April uh, 20th of 2022, and now it has been released to the public. And it's all out there. However, there's a lot of redaction. Uh, This new book is going to highlight a majority of the pages that are in there. I will fill in the redactions. Uh, There are areas in it that are redacted that people are curious about. However, uh, when you read this after being a cop for a long time, you realize the areas that are redacted uh, really probably wouldn't have much significant uh, impact on the case anyway. Um, it's going to talk about, you know, <clears throat> I'm going to look at certain pages. I'm going to give you some uh, some uh, opinions of my own based on uh, 37 years in law enforcement. Um, I'm going to um, kind of direct you in the correct way of how the case should be looked at. Uh, the conspiracy theories... Uh, basically in the book I'm just basically going to kind of a short reader's digest version of why they are not really applicable in the case Uh, they just seem to be there to fester the mystery 
which you know sells books, fills lecture halls. Um, unfortunately, it's based all based on misleading information, and unfortunately, the public wants to hear misleading information. I don't know why, but it just seems to be the trend nowadays. Um, plus, there'll be other things in there that uh, the public. Uh, isn't aware of, and um, I will do my best to um, to explain all of the material in there, um, <clears throat> why certain things were important, why certain parts of the investigation weren't important. Um, the FBI really didn't take a notice into the case and really didn't want to be involved in the case, but. Uh, Ten days after the case, for some reason, after the sighting in Rowan's Creek, uh, pressured by the boy's father, William Martin, the FBI did uh, start to follow leads. Not that I ever believed that there was a, they ever really believed that there was a uh, criminal aspect to it, but they did. <clears throat> they followed up for about ten years, uh, maybe about eleven years, maybe. Uh, and the ending note was that there was not enough uh, credible information to go any farther why the um, information wasn't released, the report, the full port report unredacted, um, that's still a big question in my mind. I have once again filed another, um, I have filed another uh, Freedom of Information Act requesting the unredacted version because I don't believe that there needs to be redaction. I do not believe that <clears throat> the information in there is exclusionary. Uh, if they're basing that, if they're saying that the case is merely uh, non-substantiated for, uh, you know, as far as criminal aspect or anything like that, then, <clears throat> you know, everybody that's in there, you know, they're worried about demographics, they're worried about names, this and that. Why? These people have driver's licenses, they vote, uh, they own cars, they own houses, they own this. Their, their personal demographic information is out everywhere. So why should it be hidden from the public? I mean, if you look my name up online, there's so much crap on my name. I mean, w with me, it's um, it's probably scary. I just don't get into feeding into any of that stuff. But you know, so so why are we redacting this information? Um, you know, there's <clears throat> not really much of a mystery to it. Okay. Um, but with that being said, uh, the new book is going to be um, the disappearance of Dennis Lloyd Martin, the hidden files. It should be coming out by <clears throat> June of uh, this year. Uh, I am going to be doing. Um, Within the next couple of weeks, a uh, a podcast with um, Nick Kyle, who does the uh, the Missing Enigma. Which I have to tell you, people, if you're gonna listen to a podcast that is factual, that's well resourced, uh, that actually makes sense, uh, I would I would stay with the um, uh, the missing the missing. Ed uh, the Missing Enigma. Um, the other podcasts just don't cut the snuff. They're full of a lot of crap. The Missing Enigma isn't. It's a very um, it's a very well researched uh, podcast. Uh, as a, as a matter of fact, um, besides this, the podcast I've done with Micah Hanks um, <clears throat> concerning this case, um, the Missing Enigma uh, is the only two podcasts that I would suggest to anybody about the case. The other podcasts are just uh, distorted, misleading, bolstered 
and uh, sometimes unfortunately very inaccurate. Uh, with that being said, um, I had suggested to uh, Nick <clears throat> and Micah Hanks that, uh, you know, based on the conspiracy theories that uh, I would like to do a multiple host uh, podcast um, with Micah Hanks, uh, Nick, myself. Uh, I have a couple other people in mind that are factual based on the disappearance of Dennis Lloyd Martin. Uh, I'd like to get that together, um, uh, you know, and really put it out there so the people start stop listening to these ridiculous uh, conspiracy series that that are, that are put out there by Dave Pilatus, uh, George Knapp, uh, George Norrie, Jeremy Corbell. Um, you know, just it's 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 a shame because this is a this is a tragedy. A seven-year-old boy never came back. Uh, for years, the family members have, and are still dealing with this, the ones that are still alive. Um, it's just a shame, but, uh, you know, hopefully this new book will clear up a lot of facts and, uh, you know, put people on the right track. And I'm <clears throat> looking forward to doing uh, some of these uh, uh, podcasts and getting the real message out there. I'm sure a lot of the people that are, you know, doing these fake uh, broadcast, you know, these fake podcasts and fake lectures, and um, uh, I know they don't like it already because uh, <clears throat> there's word in the wind that um, it's going to debunk a lot of stuff, um, but you know what, don't lie and you don't have to worry about it. Until then, I'm Michael C. Bouchard, host of Night's Stalker Podcast. This is uh, Season 5, <clears throat> Episode 33. And uh, we have a listener base, like I said, 17,602 right now per episode. So uh, I will see you in the next episode.